If customers don't have a good experience with your business, they won't come back. But do you know what kind of experience your customers are having? That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. So your customers are important to you, right? And you want to make sure that you are giving them the very best experience possible. But are you really measuring your customer experience? That's what we're going to be talking about today. And I can't think of a better person to have that conversation with than Stacey Sherman. She is a customer experience leader, strategist, practitioner, and digital marketer. She is really known for humanizing business and differentiating brands beyond price. Stacy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Stacy, when people throw around the term customer experience, what are they really talking about? They're talking about the experience that customers go through when interacting with brands. And it's not just a single moment, but rather a series of interactions, what I call a customer journey, and how they feel and how they perceive a brand delivers on the promise throughout holistically. So as you're describing that, it sounds like customer experience is really, in a lot of ways, what your brand really represents to the people that you're doing business with. Correct. I mean, perception is reality. So it's important to design the experience really well, validate that it meets the customer needs, and continue to measure that you're meeting their expectations because, as we said, perception equals reality. Okay, you just said one of my magic words, this idea of measuring, because lots of people focus on all sorts of areas of marketing, and it's all this very kind of soft, oh, they feel good, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, if you're running a business, it's about the bottom line, and it is about the financial impact, and it's about numbers. And I'm intrigued by this idea of measuring your customer experience. How do you go about doing that? So there's a lot of sophisticated models and predictive analysis and all fancy platforms to do that, but I'm going to break it down to the real basics for this moment. So there are part of any feedback that you get from customers. You simply ask them questions. One that is commonly used across different companies and industries is the Net Promoter Score, NPS, which is one question about how likely are you going to recommend the product, service, or brand to your colleague or to another, you know, another person. And that's a common measurement and it is a good basis to know customers are relatively liking you or not. What it doesn't do by itself is get into the why. So if it's if a customer happens to be a detractor and a low rating, it doesn't explain the why behind that and what exactly can you do to improve it. So I always recommend adding on other metrics that people can dig deep into the likelihood you'll recommend or not. So for a small business owner that's 
interested in doing this, obviously they can send a quick follow-up survey and ask that very basic question, how likely are you to recommend me? What else should I ask? One of my favorites that is underused is about the level of effort, L-O-E, the level of effort in doing business with your brand. If it is really difficult to get help when a customer needs it, it is a very clear indicator they're not going to recommend your brand. So it's a driver of NPS. That is a really interesting question because I don't think a lot of people stop and think about that very often. You know, you either did business with me or you didn't, but how easy or difficult was it to do business? That is a great question. Yes. That's only one of them. I mean, there's there's a series of them you can have hours of conversation on, but that's a good golden nugget that there are more things that you need to know so that you can improve the customer experience, including their, the satisfaction, level of satisfaction. Is it high or low? Those are important indicators and will let companies know whether the customer is going to stay or leave. Are there other simple things? Obviously, again, you know, if you're a larger organization and you have the opportunity to have, you know, huge data systems and have somebody assigned full-time to collecting this, it's wonderful. But if you're running a small business and you're doing this as the owner on the side along with everything else you're doing, what else should they be paying attention to? What are some good warning signs or key indicators or metrics that things are just not as good as they could be? Well, certainly talking to the customer is always valuable, that qualitative feedback. In addition to the quantitative that we were talking about earlier, what is also equally important is not just what you ask, but when you ask it. So if you're not asking your customer at the right, what we call moments of truth, then you're not getting what you really need. So there's transactional types of feedback and there's relationship and they're different. So can you give me an example of transactional and relationships so people can kind of get their head around how those two vary? Transactional is usually asked right after a condition happened. For example, you'll notice that if you call uh, customer care, customer service, you'll often hear the rep say, did I meet your needs today? Did I help you? And, and would you stay on the phone to take a one-minute survey. So that's transactional. The questions are going to be based on how well that rep serviced the customer. And it's it's based on that conversation, that moment that they had together. Those are transactional. The relationship is more of when a customer, let's say, has a contract with your company. So you may reach out to the customer well before the contract is going to end and then ask them a set of questions to gauge their happiness over the time, over the term of working with you and gives you enough time to actually turn it around if they're unhappy. So it's not just the moment you just had. Perfect. For most small business owners, both of those are relevant situations and the the information that you get at each of those times is very different. Somebody in the heat of the moment is going to feel one way, but with the perspective of two years of working with you, they're going to think about it differently. Correct. Awesome. 
And in the time that we have left, you had said something as we were getting ready for the call, and I know that you have a new book coming out, and we definitely want to have a link to that. But you were talking a little bit about the role employees play in this whole customer experience. Do you want to speak to maybe that for a moment? Yes. Employee experience, happy employee fuels happy customers. They go hand in hand. So as a leader of the business, I am very focused on the team's overall happiness, satisfaction, enjoyment of their job, feeling heard, feeling valued, being empowered to deliver customer excellence, even when their boss isn't looking. That's how the magic happens. That is fabulous. Stacy. this was so great. I really appreciate you spending some time with me. Thank you. And I encourage your listeners, if you want to hear more of my insights, I write a lot for Forbes and blog articles to visit doingcxright.com. And I'd love to hear from you. We will have a link in the show notes. And I think that really anyone who's listening to the show today, this is something that you need to know more about. And I think you will really enjoy learning more about it from Stacy. Thank you. Thanks again. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to know more about other topics for small business owners, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.